Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the official Leeds United podcast. I hope everyone's feeling well. Um, I know I am after that Friday night win away at Leicester City. Uh, how are you feeling about all that, Bridget? Absolutely buzzing. What a start to a weekend that was, man. Friday night win. I know, You got the whole weekend to enjoy it. The players and the fans, it was mm-hmm. absolutely outstanding. And sent a message to the rest of the league to go, do you know what it is? We're coming for you. Do you know, I, I hate playing on Friday nights because if we don't win, it ruins my weekend. I'm in such didn't. a foul mood for, for all weekend. But it didn't. It had the complete opposite effect I knew I could go into all the games Saturday Sunday yeah. and know that we've done not just done the business but away the the league leaders how much better is it when you know you're in England and you witness that happen so you can actually spread the joy of Leeds all around the country to whoever you've been seeing yes absolutely <laughs> uh, no it was great and it wasn't just the three points it was the it was the manner of the victory as well wasn't it I mean it felt like a game that had everything even even at nil nil I think if it had finished nil nil we'd have felt hard done by but it would have been the best one of the best nil nils I'd seen in a long time I mean the game was completely engrossing I was on the edge of my seat and well I stood up for the entire last half hour but that's another thing entirely but um, yeah it's just what a gripping game of football that was it certainly was I mean you've just said the manner in which the result came about and the performance level from everybody Um, the defending people putting their bodies on the line um, Melian not having much to do by the way one important save towards the end which was made you know what I mean See, when, you've, when you've been so quiet in so many matches he still manages to get himself he doesn't go to sleep he's always alert and that was a huge save from their, their most you know um, Jewsbury Hall who's their top scorer this season that was that was a very impressive and I just thought we played outstanding and I, I was doing the show I was doing LUTV with Emma Jones and before the game she asked me a question she said what do you think and I, I'd said no I'd said there could be it's going to be a draw a goal either way uh, I said but I saw the players walking in and they looked so calm and they looked proper. I could just tell by the body language that they were so focused and switched on, but with a relaxed manner. And it was really good to see. And I, I said, I'm very confident for this game. Um, nobody had done it this season to beat them. And we managed to get a result over Leicester, which uh, was, was it's, it, it was huge because it it's it was um like you say a true performance and it also showed a lot of the teams in the league how to bloody beat them as well which is you know it, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing I don't get in know the face. but it, get in the faces and give a press and and you know let's see how good they really are so credit to Daniel Farker the boss and all the boys it was a marvelous performance and yeah well, the other thing I loved hearing on coming through the TV was our fans were absolutely magic mate and every right to be yeah good voice good voice yes it's probably the most Leeds thing of all time to have to have outplayed and beaten the top two teams uh, to have a points tally that in any of the previous four seasons would have you comfortably in first place <laughs> and yet and yet we are sitting there outside of the automatic promotion places in third you place you always I mean, find a way to is, bring us you always Leeds, find a way it? You always find a way to bring it back down to some form of reality or some form of depression, man. I've just been talking the whole thing up with you. We're excited and you've brought it back to a level I don't want to go. I'm scarred. I'm scarred. What can I say? No, I'm just, I'm trying to make the opposite point, actually. I'm trying to say just how good this team is doing and that it's an injustice that they're actually sitting in third place is what I'm trying That's to say. That's a better spin on it. Um, That's a better spin. Thank you. Yeah. So, Bridgie, rather than us waffling on about the game, why don't we get on one of the main, if not the main architect from Friday night's great victory, Glenn Kamara. Welcome. The one and only. How are you, mate? 
Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Late start today at training, so um, just got in not too long ago, but yeah, all good. Do you prefer later start or are you an early start man? Because I used to love a lie-in. Um, if the manager hears this, I, I, I can't tell you the truth. You're right, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the boss listens to this. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, um, sometimes I don't mind it, you know, but um, if it's like maybe a different day, I'll just rather get it over and done with in the morning. I actually, I, I think I was reading, and I, I think it's true. Did you sort of start playing at, at Westway? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I used to live in uh, Labergrove. That's where I grew up. And um, Westway was like five minute walk. So I used to always play there all the time. I used to live in London. I used to play football down there. Oh, you, oh, you yeah, can't see on the same level, did, man. You, you, come I on. I did. I, no, 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 no. I used, to, I used to, we used to book it out. It was a lot of actors. It was a lot of actors. They still play there. On the seven aside pitches, we used to go, you know, under, under the underpass. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. We used to play down there. Um, it was good, good times. Obviously, uh, I'm sh so <laughs> nowhere near your level, mate. But but mate, yeah, you, was, that's wicked that you used to play down there. Did you used to play when I stays on? They call the court. Yeah, we. I used to play loads. I used to. I used to go there and just like play with randoms. Like you know, sometimes um, right. people will book it out and they'll be like one missing or one's late and like half an hour and they'll be like, oh, you can join in. I'll be like, yeah, this is my chance. Like, let me go and show show them how good I am. But yeah, I used to play there all the time. There's a good chance you probably nutmeg me about four times in a game. <laughs> I was, uh, probably, probably, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, and then, um, you came through the you came through the ranks at Arsenal. Yeah. Um, how was that? Yeah, good. Obviously, being a London boy yourself. Yeah, man. Um, I've always been an Arsenal fan myself. So um, growing up, we'll cut that out. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Keep that. Keep that. So always been an Arsenal fan. Going there, dream come true. Um, really enjoyed the education there. Um, some fantastic players trained with and even like uh, learnt from myself so yeah it was a really nice place um, training was good um, yeah education everything yeah I really enjoyed it that's mad that you've signed for obviously coming through the academy with the team that you support who was the uh, any particular players that you wanted to emulate who was your heroes or who did you have interaction with when you were there coming through I love Patrick Vieira obviously I wasn't there at his time but um, that was my like idol and obviously Thierry Henry I think I, when I was a striker um, when I was a little bit younger, um, that was my that was my guy. I I was fortunate enough to um, actually um, he coached me a little bit when I was there because he came and done his badges over there. So yeah, um, he took oh, me under wow. his wing. Yeah, um, I'd probably say he's part of a uh, uh, part of the reason I probably had my debut as well. You know, um, I think he must have put in a good word for me because I was doing well <laughs> and stuff and. Um, yeah, he really helped me, honestly. Uh, really nice guy. Incredible. I've got to tell you, mate, I witnessed him play. I was I was with England under-18s. We went over to um, play in France in a, in a tournament. And at the time, there was only... Yeah. There was four four of us had got onto the, um, into the starting teams. of our, I was with Sunland Football Club, so there was myself. There was a lad, Emil yeah. Heskey, had played for Leicester. Uh, and Frank Lampard and Rio were coming through the ranks at West Ham. So we had a, we had a good little tight unit and some good players yeah. and um, we got the semi-finals and we got to meet France in the semi-finals and it's not 
you you don't take any notice of like the players are overseas playing at national at that age because he hadn't really hadn't seen much of them. We got beat six nil. Mm-hmm. Tierra Henry got a hat trick when I look back at the team sheet, and um, Nicholas Anelka got the other three goals. So nice. I came back nice. and I said to my dad, I've seen the best player in the world, uh, this guy Thierry Henry. Uh, Henry. And my dad said, I never heard of him. I said, dad, you will. And obviously he signed for Arsenal the year you after with, with Arsene wow. Wenger. And I was like, yeah. And he was playing left wing back then as well, which was absolutely yeah. incredible. Yeah. Man. So good pedigree nah, and good names to, to be with, man. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. Um, nah, there was loads of loads of good players. You know, when I trained first team and stuff like Kozola, Ozil and... Thomas Rizicki are oh, some really good players, you know. Wow. Um, yeah, some of the English boys really took me in as well. Kieran Gibbs, um, Chamberlain and Ramsey was really good as well. Jack Wilshire. Yeah, they're all all really nice people and yeah, really good players as well. Did that set a standard for you then? You know, obviously as you mature and you get older and become a pro, I, I had very, very good mentors like you had when I was at Sunderland with a guy called Niall Quinn and David Kelly who really looked after me. Um, and I always made sure that when I went to Leeds United, I looked after the YT lads and tried to integrate them and everything and give them a little bit of advice. Is, is it, Are you that kind of person now as well because of the mentors that you had? Yeah, definitely. You know, I was once a kid as well, you know, coming up. So I know how it feels. And, you know, just even like a first team player, just even talking to you for like two minutes makes you feel like, yeah. wow, I'm, I, yeah. I feel good just from that little interaction with them. And um I always feel like any chance I have to like interact with any of the youngsters, I'm like, okay, let me talk to them or maybe give them a follow on Instagram or just something like that, you know, or like, yeah. well done or, you know, whatever. Will you That's give me cool. a follow on Instagram as well? I'll send you me... T- I'll yeah, send I'll you me don't, here we go. Don't, don't. don't. You won't, he'll be messaging you all the time going, honestly, don't. Tonight, man. Oh, um, so obviously then uh, you, you, you've been north of the border for, for a while. Um how how was that? Were you still living in London then or did you actually relocate up to Glasgow? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I was in Glasgow. I lived in Glasgow. Um, in between, obviously, I was at Dundee for a year and a half and then um, Glasgow right. four and a half years. Probably get a Scottish passport now. Um, but yeah, I was there for a long, <laughs> I was there for a long time. Um, great, great, um, great club, great memories, massive fan base. Um, yeah, nothing but good things to say about that place, really. What were the old firms like? Crazy. I remember my first one, um, my first start actually, it was at Ibrox. Um, they took kickoff, played it back to their centre back or something. And I remember like just jogging slowly and I was just looking around like, what is going on here? It was so loud. It was so loud. I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, it was just a, like, a, like a 10, five second moment. And I was just like, wow. But yeah, after that, it was just like, okay, I'll go get used to it. But yeah, we ended up winning that game. But yeah, really good. Atmosphere is amazing. It's crazy, crazy game. Always. Matt, have you ever been to one of them games? Have you ever witnessed one? I haven't. Honestly, have to go. Have to go. Really good. Something you've got to do before you die, man. Honestly. Yeah. We made the mistake of being Leeds United players. You love this one. There was me, Dubry, uh, Michael Dubry, Rio Ferdinand, Gary Kelly and Ian Hart went up to a game that Kelly and Hartley got us tickets to go up because um, they were Celtic fans. And um, we, we had to go up in incognito with our beanies and our hoodies on because we thought if we get seen, like we're going to get lynched here. And I've got to say, I was, I was pretty <laughs> scared and intimidated by the whole situation. But once it got going wow. and the football kicked off oh, it, was, it was mental so something you've got to do man I know Ellen Road's special but they, 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 the old firm's a good good one to go yeah 
I'll stick that on the list. So uh, it feels like the whole time, almost the whole time you were at Rangers, it feels like you've sort of been linked with Leeds United in some kind of way. I, I feel like I've seen the name Glenn Kamara for years, it feels like. And and, and now you're finally here. Um, is the truth to that? Have you actually been, been linked with Leeds for this long? You know what? Funny, because uh, I don't know. People said it um, before I actually came, like, I think towards, it, towards the end of last season, I was linked here and I was like... I didn't even know that myself. Like, Nothing. Yeah, I, right. did, I didn't know. I know, obviously, when it became real um, in the window, this window, um, obviously it took a little bit longer probably than I wanted, but yeah, we got yeah. it done. Um, and yeah, I'm happy to be here. And yeah, I just want to keep on pushing for the team. I mean, we're, we're absolutely thrilled to have you, mate. Um, how did it uh, How did it come about then? I mean, wh when did you get the call that... Actually, was it before Farker was even at Leeds that they let you know? You know what? There were so many links and stuff like that. And um, people were sending me like, oh, are you going here or have you left? I remember there was one day, there was like a... Oh, like, I think I was just, I think I was watching some interview with my mom and my, my, my girlfriend. There was messages popping up on my phone like, oh people were messaging me like are you done or good luck and like I was like huh I rang my agent like what, what anything what's going on and he was like uh wait hold on let me find out because I don't know anything <laughs> and I don't he didn't know so I was like oh okay this is not true and oh, like right. it said that, like oh fee agreed and stuff like that this was like really early in the window and I was like okay wow. not true anyway um I think maybe just from a lot of links as well, just like, okay, Glenn to Leeds, Leeds, whatever. And then um, I think uh, the technical director here contacted my agent and um, from right. there just kicked off. That's incredible beforehand, isn't it? I, I like the idea that a player is just, he's flicking, <laughs> flicking through Twitter, sees Fabrizio Romano saying he's leaving. He's like, am I? What? <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, people were messaging me. I had someone from Sky message me and said, oh, all the best, sad to see you go. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I was thinking, okay, wow. maybe there might be a little bit of truth because this many people messaged me. But yeah, at the time there was zero truth to it. So yeah. That's wild. You can't believe everything you read. Oh, well, me and Matt are delighted, obviously, along with all the Leeds United fans, that it was true because you just you just never know what, what's going on. And I've, I've got to say to you, like back in the day, I never used to trust Michael Dubry because what he used to do, he could put on voices. Okay. And he would sometimes leave message on your phone saying, can you give us a ring back on this number? This is such and such from a club. We're really keen on getting you in interested to sign him oh, for us. Oh, that's naughty, isn't it? And naughty, that's man. Cheeky. And you'd ring up and you'd go, uh, who is this? And you'd just hear the lads all laughing like, and it was, you knew you'd been stitched up. It, it used to oh, take it man. so far. So obviously you've got to do your research, find out where you're going, but you are no, here. for sure. And for how, sure. how have you enjoyed it? Yeah, good, good, good. Um, our first, first few couple weeks was quite hard. I think, you know, I'll just get my fitness back and stuff. I hadn't played a lot. Yeah. Um, I was kind of training on my own and stuff uh, away from Rangers, so it was quite tough. But um, yeah, it's been good now. I've moved into a place and um, feeling settled. Obviously, being a Finnish international, I'd heard that you'd spoken to your your compatriot uh, Timu Puki a little bit about Daniel Farker. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He messaged me as well. You know, um, everyone does their due diligence, all the clubs and stuff. You right. Know? So he messaged me and had a word with me and stuff. And, you know, he only had good things to say about the manager. And um, yeah, I was just like, okay, yeah, I'm excited. And obviously, after I spoke to the manager, 
it just confirmed of what he said. So, yeah. You've just said you're settled in. You're in the city centre. Um, now, I know, obviously, when I moved to Leeds United, I'm going to mention his name again, Michael Dubry. He um, he found it tough initially moving from London into the into the city, but then he found Harvey Nichols and he was absolutely loving it. So, <laughs> and he was loving it. He was yeah, just not- flabbergasted that things at Leeds didn't stay open as late as they do in London. So he used to love a, love a kebab late at night. Not that I'm recommending that or his chicken. No, no, so, no. Um, how, how, have you, how have you settled in with the, the different lifestyle? Yeah, good, good. Um, to be honest, um, I've been moving stuff about and stuff like that. So I haven't even had time to really be in and about outside. And I've just been eating at home and I haven't really had time to really like explore too much. So I think yeah. give it a few more weeks, I'll be a bit more like, okay, let me go out here and see what this food's like and stuff like that. But so far, so good. You mentioned, obviously, you came in late, that you, your pre-season was kind of interrupted. You were working a bit on your own. Um, do you still feel like we've yet to see your best? Um, do you still feel like you've got a long way to go? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think it will come with rhythm, game time and um, things like that. You know, um, I would, like I said, I had a quite a, um pre-season and it's in itself but um yeah I'm just feeling like I'm getting back to myself you know I've been playing a bit more more games than I have been over the last year or so so uh yeah, yeah. I'm feeling good I'm feeling better now and fitter that sounds frightening because on Friday night you were <laughs> everywhere yeah you were absolutely everywhere on that you know pitch. what everyone says that but the whole team was great man I, honestly the team performed how we wanted to perform you know um, probably could have scored maybe a few more goals from a couple counter attacks yeah, yeah. or a um, couple wins of the ball higher up but you know I've, honestly the team was really good and you know what like we just talked about this before we came on the championship team of the week we don't have a single bloody player in it don't get me started on this this is a disgrace we're fuming oh, and so it? Leicester have a player Friday in Friday night games mustn't count for this or whoever's doing it is an absolute tool because we should have wow. had four or five in there <laughs> You nah. should have definitely been in that there. I should with a with a blindfold on, like yeah. doing that. You should have been in there. Do players give a shit about that? Like, do you even care? Do you even know that this is a thing that you've not been involved in? Like, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I did not know that I was not in the team. Um, it is what it is. I'm happy. We won. We move. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we carry on. So um, yeah, we keep on pushing. If I'm not in the team and we get promoted, I'm happy. I don't care. Who cares, right? Yeah, exactly. I've got to say, Glenn, I was, I was just saying to Matt beforehand when we do the intro, it's one of them games where obviously the Leicester were unbeaten until we, we obviously we got the result against them. I was watching the players, I was watching you all arriving. Um, I was I was doing the LU TV in the studio with Emma and I was watching everybody arriving and, and I, there was just something I looked at these, just looked so relaxed and so confident it was untrue. Like I hadn't, I've seen that before in the past, but that moment I saw Daniel Fark, I even, you know, what was going on, what, what, what was that? What was the leading like to that game? Why did you look so confident? Because it, they, it was it just because of what you'd done in training that week with the pressing? You were all on cue, or was there something in house? I feel like probably just training. You know, uh, I feel like maybe like Joel said, we're still finding our feet, but we're still we know how good we can be. Um, we're a strong team. I feel like we obviously still need to. Everyone needs to learn each other. I'm new to the team a lot of other boys are new to the team as well so I think during the training sessions you know the manager was like I think that 
day before the game, he was just like, oh, everyone looks really good. Everyone looks really focused. And uh, yeah, he's looking forward to the game, you know, and uh, I think that's where it was, you know. I think Friday night under the lights, you know, everyone's just ready to go again. So, you know, yeah. um, it's one of them ones. Bridgie always says that I'm I'm Mr. Negative and I always bounce, I always bounce onto the <laughs> negative side of stuff when we're talking about all good stuff. Yeah. Um, and, but and here he goes. Just, bad cop, bad cop, good cop. Here he yeah, goes. exactly. That's it, man. That's it. I'm, I'm bad cop. Um, so I want to, I want to ask you, because I obviously not being a footballer, I, I'm fascinated by the psychology side of stuff, um, and I'm just thinking like. And, and you know you can you can choose to share as much or as little as you want. But going back to that Wednesday night, which I imagine most players have wanted to put out of their mind and forget all about, it never happened. The Stoke game, obviously, you were sitting on the bench, and I'm like, what, what's going through your mind there? Like, as someone who you know you want you want to be playing, you know you want to be out there anyway because you're a professional footballer. But obviously, you can see it's not quite working. Like, is that frustrating? Are you just chomping at the bit? Like, what 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 are you thinking in your head? Because Obviously, now you are playing, we look class again. So like, I'm just curious what goes through your mind. I think anyone who's on the bench wants to be playing. That's a given. Maybe when things aren't really happening um, on the pitch, you want to come on and show them, OK, like I can bring this to the game and hopefully help you turn around the game or whatever. Yeah. It's not maybe anger, it's just more disappointment. You want to be on the pitch. So I right. think it's normal. We're all human beings in any any um, aspect of work um, so whether it's anywhere else you know you want to be doing what you want to what you think you're good at anyway so um, yeah I mean I can answer that one for Glenn as well though Matt I can put you like from me seeing on the outer I used to you know, I hate being on the bench, but I used to always, I, I never sulked. I see a lot of players that sulk on benches and come on and, yeah. they, you know, they, they're still sulking when they come on the pitch. Now, there's two reasons that happens. That's because you it's being allowed to, be ready, to happen yeah. from the manager and the environment and it, it shouldn't happen. Um, so that's, you know, there's no accountability there, no ownership. I don't I don't see that with Leeds United. I see, I see competition for place. I see healthy competition and that spreads from within the camp and also the staff and the manager because you've got to handle, you know, we've all, players, we're all, egos right we want to be out there we want to yeah. perform and it's how you control the emotions and the egos inside that dressing room to maximize that productivity that the lads are going to go out there and produce and like you say Glenn might he's, he's admitted there that he, he'd come underdone a late pre-season so he's waited for his opportunity he hasn't shrugged the juice and gone I'm not playing I'm going to soak and spit me dummy out you know we've got a young kid Archie Gray being playing and he's had his opportunity he's you know Glenn's a mentor as well so you've got to think about that is the mm. When you get your chance, you have got to be ready for it and take that opportunity and seize yeah. it. That's exactly what he's done. So you, there's ways you can yeah. go about that and show the manager and the staff there's a right way of doing it rather than sulking. And I've played with a lot of players that were sulkers and you, you, your career ends very short. You get found out. Yeah. And, and like you said, we have so we have so many good players here um, and the competition mm -hmm. is high. So um, when your chance comes, you do have to take it, you know, and... Uh, yeah, be patient as well at the time. And then you'll reap the benefits, Glenn. You go on this journey together back to the Premier League, you know, the, the, the standards are getting set. Exactly. And that was my next question. So do you do you use that then? Like, so then you're going, you're turning out at Ellen Road against Huddersfield. Are you like, right, now I'm going to show why, I, why I'm starting these games. Is yeah. that, do you use that energy? Yeah, I think so. You know, just, you, you know, anytime you want to get on, anytime you're on that pitch, you just want to show how good you are and um, help the team and get get wins, really.
What was that place you were talking about used to earlier on um, where you both had a kick around? Westway. Westway, yeah. yeah. Do you sometimes find yourself, you, you know, I, I go back to where I used to play. Mine was Walls End Boys Club. That was a five-a-side hall from our region. Sometimes I used to take me, if I was having a bad spell, I would take myself back to their moments and just think, just remember what made you smile and what you... I used to try oh, yeah. the craziest stuff, which would irate the gaffer, but it just made me feel so happy when I went to that. My I call it my happy place. So is that your happy yeah. place when you go to? Do you have fun? Because you've got fun memories there. Oh, 100%. I've got so many good memories there, you know. Um, I played there, I can't count how many times, but um, yeah, I used to actually go there and play and then I ended up playing for the Westway, the club. So I ended up playing for Westway um, at like Sunday League and stuff and then, yeah, moved up from there. The rest of history. I was the complete opposite. I would be like, if I'd, if I'd scored a goal, if I'd started and scored a goal, I'd, I'd be like trying to figure out ways how I could get off the pitch. I'm like, right, I'm at a nine right now. If I keep playing, I'll drop down to a six. So how do I, how do I come off now so I can stay at like an 8.5? How do I, can I feign an injury? What do I do? How do I get off? Well, I'll tell you one thing you haven't done, Matt. You haven't scored a goal in the European finals, the semi-finals, like this no, man has. No, uh, I haven't, mate. What's that like? Very emotional, actually. Um, our kit man passed away uh, um, the day before. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'd been there for 20 odd years or so. So um, it was an emotional time for everyone, you know. We came into training and everyone found out and then it was like, what the hell? Like, no one wanted to train and we had a big game the next day. And then, yeah, I think everyone filled all that energy into that game and it was just like, I think when I scored, I, I actually got tears in my eyes. I don't know if many people do yeah. see that, but yeah, I actually wow. got tears in my eyes. I'm like so emotional. I don't even know what to do. I just, it was like instant. I took my, the black band off and I just kissed it for Jimmy, you know, and um, rest in peace to him. Um, yeah, great, great guy. Um, even better kit man, but yeah, lovely guy. What a lovely story, man. Yeah. That'll stay with you forever, man. It's one of those things I think a lot of people sometimes think that footballers are kind of like emotionless, just uh, automatons that just play football and nothing seems to bother them. Speak um, for yourself. <laughs> but no, but having, but having, having people on and, and talking about that and saying how much it meant yeah. to you, like, you know, yeah. I think that's, that's incredible. And, and I'm right, you own, you, you actually co-own a, a football uh, academy for kids, right? Is that right? Yeah. 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 Me and my best friend. Yeah. I mean, how did that come about? Was I just trying to trying to just give back to the community or what? Basically, um, my best friend, he used to work for a coaching company. And one day he was like, oh, let's just do one together. Like, I don't want to work for them no more. Let's just make one up. Like, I was like, okay. Anyway, he made First Test Sports Club. Um, it runs in Ealing, if you know where that is in London. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Pitsango, we got a partnership with Pitsango FC now and um, yeah, it's going well. We got kids up to 12 years old and um, from 18 months to about 12 years old. So um, yeah, run smoothly. Wow. Yeah, we got Saturdays and Sunday sessions. Do you get down there as well to see the kids and have a little razzle dazzle with them? Yeah, sometimes when I can, when I can, I'll be there and like, obviously they do summer camps and I get down there in the summer for sure and I'm always showing face, you know, really it's nice. nice. And um, sometimes we have like special guests. I get some of my footballer friends uh, to come down and present like some of the trophies for the kids and that. So it's really nice, yeah. That's awesome, mate. That's really, really cool. Is that something that you're, that you're quite passionate about sort of the community and stuff the the, yeah. the the opportunities that football affords yeah for sure for sure you know i i didn't come from much so um anytime i can maybe help others and um you know give opportunity you know um from there we've met like arsenal scouts and um got other like some of the youngsters some trials and stuff which is nice so um yeah that's been good that's wicked mate 
That's that's really cool. That's another thing yeah. you don't get to hear from footballers about as well, there, Matt. See, no, you don't. But that's but that's it. You know, the, I mean, that's what I was trying to get at is that yeah. everyone's, you know, the 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 they're kind of always treated like you know rich prima donnas, but actually, yeah. you know, it's there's so much more going on and and people that actually care about their communities and stuff. I just think that's really really interesting. People are going to really be interested to hear that. Yeah. And well, um and so what else? I mean, what else? When you obviously you said that you don't really know Leeds too well yet, but what's what what's what does Glenn Kamara get up to when he's not training? and playing football I'm going to say he's a gamer or helping helping kids and all this what do you do he's he's a gamer you got me you got me you got me <laughs> you play FIFA yeah I've got Quite. him he's a gamer yeah Call what, of Duty. what is it Call what of Duty it? Call yeah. of Duty yeah we've got another challenge on that yeah, it's, we it's have, quite we? bad. Uh, I'm, I'm bad. I'm bad. Like I play a lot. Are you playing with the lads? Like, I know. I know. Jade Nansen <laughs> is into it, and uh, I've played with Pat before. Jaden's a FIFA. Oh yeah. Pat loves Call of Duty. I played with Pat before. Yeah. No, I need to. I need to play with. He's him. actually quite good, actually. Is he? Yeah. I'm. I'm decent. I'm decent. You'll have to swap. Um. What do you call it? Tag IDs or something? What are you gamer IDs? You'll have yeah, to swap yeah. IDs and yeah, have a go because yeah. yeah. Matt's, yeah. right, Matt's a player as well, man. <laughs> Um, you should uh, have you ever thought about doing Twitch or something you should you be streaming what? mate people said that to me but uh, it's just too much hassle I'm a bit uh, I don't know do you know what I've always said is that like you you enjoy it and then it becomes a job, doesn't it? Yeah, it becomes a bit too serious. Tell the what Twitch is, yeah, man. Well, it's when you stream, so you you you're playing it and other people can watch you play. And Basically, like, like this, and I'll just time. be playing, like yeah. blah, blah blah blah, and just be talking about what's going on or whatever. Oh, so you have a bit jumps. of interaction yeah. while you're. All oh, right, sweet. Yeah, so people can watch you game at the same time as watching you. Got you. I don't mind that concept. Yeah, but yeah. it just becomes a job, doesn't it? Then like you don't yeah, enjoy it as much. It gets a bit too serious, I think, but. Um, yeah, I, I just I enjoy playing with the friends. You know, it's like just talking on the headset as well, just with your friends and interacting. You know, so it's alright. Are you allowed to play that at the training ground? Have they got a Have they got a console up there? No, not that I know of. I ping pong and pool and stuff like that. But yeah, no. Nah. Hey, there you go. You've got a new job, entertainment manager for the boys. I've just given you a new <laughs> a new title. Get get the get the gaming consoles in there, man. It'll keep the players at the training ground longer. We had uh, Rob Price on a few weeks ago talking about um, monitoring players' sleep and make sure you're all getting enough recovery and sleep. And I asked Jade Nancy, I said, do you, uh, you have any problems with staying up late playing playing PlayStation? Um, what about you, Glenn? Yeah, not, I can't. Oh, yeah. man. I can't even tell you, like, it's bad, it's bad, it's, yeah. it's bad. I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. You, have you got the I new know. one? You got the new new one's coming out in yeah in like a couple of days. Mm. Ah. All right, okay. Did I already tell you about the goal I scored against Watford when me and Harry Kuehl had been up all night playing um, Star Wars? This this like new the new uh, game that came out and you had the Anarchy Skywalker where you had to do the drones. Mate, we played this all night at like about four five a.m. in the morning. We were wrecked. We got smashed the next day because we, we we looked like a sack of shit. And um, I scored a goal against Watford down there, and you just see me and Harry running off to the corner doing this, doing this like stuff, man, with the joy, <laughs> joy pads. And the gaff was like, "You can That's play it as long as you want if you're scoring goals like that, mate." That's I was young it. once, Glenn. I was young once, mate. Well, <laughs> obviously, Glenn's much more professional than you, so yeah. he's not going to be pulling stunts like mm, that nah, before nah, Plymouth at the exactly, weekend. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to play. Till he could have played it all night Friday after his performance, no. man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I tell you a bit. If you were playing Call of Duty before that Leicester game, you do what you want. Uh, no, Another one of nah, your colleagues that you had a you had a you had a really kind nice thing to say about him after Friday night, uh, your post match interview. You praised Jorginho Ruter. Um now oh, nah. I've, well, I've yeah. been here and I've seen him develop this season phenomenally, and I think the relationship with uh, Jewel's been amazing. So um yeah. give us a little insight as to why like 
obviously the what he's like on and off the field. Um, off the pitch, wow, he's like a kid. He is young, <laughs> but he's he's literally yeah. a kid. Loves fashion, as you know. Um, Bad fashion. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, loves fashion. Maybe um, a little bit louder than you would like. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. On the pitch, player. Right. You know, he's a good player. Yeah. Um, he's still so young, you know. I, sometimes I think, yeah. how? How is he, like, he's strong, he's big, he's fast, yeah. he's skillful. Um, yeah. And he's not scared to take risks in some areas. Maybe sometimes he needs to maybe release the ball a bit quicker, but he takes yeah. risks and he's such a talented footballer it works you know and um, he's unselfish he's a good player man I, I enjoy playing with him yeah. and um, yeah I just can't wait to see what he keeps on doing yeah it's kind words man because you know he had a really tough start when he came in the Premier League with obviously I think the the occasion similar to what you said about your pre-season he came underdone expect, fans were expecting miracles some of the managers that were going on the turnover expecting miracles from this lad and there's only so much you can do and you know Leeds are fighting a relegation battle in the Premier League and I, I really felt from so to see him regain his confidence week on week and seeing all the players now coming out and speaking about how good he has been on and off the field. Um, for me, we're seeing players with a smile on their face, man. It's That's quality. Nah, yeah. Nah, he's a bubbly guy. Happy guy. Yeah. You also, you know, you mentioned earlier about that you, you feel that you're quite keen to be a mentor sometimes for the younger players and obviously you've got your academy. Um, is Ruta one of those ones that you you, you feel like, a, not a duty, but you, you're quite looking forward to the prospect of just sort of maybe a degree of mentorship for him? Yeah, definitely. You know, I feel like you got good people. Everyone's, everyone helps everyone here as well. You know, I've, se- I've seen Pat talk to him a lot, um, you know, just giving him advice, yeah. you know, um, what to do in and around the pitch, you know, which is nice. And I'm like, okay, that's good. Like, he's giving him advice, you know, Pat's been there, done that. So, um, you know, even though Pat's maybe not playing as much, he could just be sitting on the side and not saying much, but you know, Pat's out there like, okay, come on, like today's game, like be careful if you do this or do that, or like in and around the box, just set it one time, you know, wow. I'm like, okay, nice. Like he's giving advice and he's looking to help him as well, even though like he's maybe not playing as much. So yeah, it just shows what kind of team we have here. So it's good. Absolutely brilliant. And how are you getting um, on with the Tottenham boys? I mean, how are you getting on with Roden and Spence? How was, how was that going down since you're the Arsenal boy? How's the Spurs boys? Yeah, good man. Not, yeah, no, nah, not bad, not bad, not bad. Bad. Um, you know what? Everyone's kind of just focused on here, so it's it's been okay. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they haven't given me no grief, to be honest. They're they're flying <laughs> high, but yesterday game game was mental as well. So um, if you watch wild, Chelsea, yeah. Tottenham, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was mad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, nah, they've they've been okay. They've been all right. Thankfully, well, we don't have to deal with V8. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go on, say that again. Forget what I said. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> he's banging on about VAR every week. He's like, we don't have VAR. He's thrilled about it. Uh, um, ch- actually, how do you feel? Which are you are you better without it or not? Would you rather not have VAR? Oof, the champ's so crazy, you know. I feel like sometimes you need it in here. Um, just like right. yeah, it's just. Sometimes you need it, but then I feel like sometimes it ruins the game again as well. So, you know, it's just football, isn't it? So, like, yeah. you just want it to be natural we as well. We need to keep it time. as just football as well. We need to keep it as football. That's yeah. that's that's, a, that's the angle I'm looking at. Sometimes I just think, oh, some of the decisions. I love being able to go down to the local 
back to me local pub or go down and chat with my dad and just say, oh, what about that decision? That was wrong, that was wrong. And, and the thing that annoys me is we're still doing it. We've got all this technology and yet I'm still arguing with my mates wrong, and my dad yeah. about yeah, how bad that decision was and how good... They robbed like, Arsenal for two points. Oh, here he goes. What did you make of his big uh, tantrum the other day? What did you think of that? Um, you know what? I haven't seen it, but I heard a little bit about it. But, you know... Probably rightfully so, you know, he's probably angry, fuming. <laughs> yeah. It happens, it's, you know. It's the heat of the moment. Too. You've got to, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, one thing I've got to say to you, Glenn, right? Just remember, whenever you get an interview, mate, I know we're nice and relaxed here. Best for advice, never do an interview when you're in the heat of the moment. Take it. You, that's exactly. It got him. He got caught out. He was angry, and he went straight into the press and, right. and did what he did. You need it. Right, yeah. You need to just take a chill pill every now and again, and then have a have a think. Noted. 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 So, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, we're gonna we're gonna let you you go, Glenn. Because I know you've had a tough day with training and whatnot, and we really appreciate you uh, yeah. you coming on the show um, and and chatting about how close the team all all is. It feels. Um, it feels like just a world away from last year and it feels like everyone's just all pulling in the same direction and all working for each other. Um, so that's really, really all buzzing to hear that, mate. Yeah. Um, my only last question for you is uh, Plymouth this weekend. How are you feeling? Yeah, good, good. Looking forward to it. Uh, got a few days more to training and stuff and, you know, we're going to work hard and get ready for that game. Mm. But yeah, we're looking forward to it before the international break and hopefully we can pick up three points at home. Is it going to be hard to come down from the elation of that massive win away at Leicester or are you guys just laser focused now? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, sometimes after them kind of games, you you maybe start slowly or something like that. But yeah, you know, we just have to be focused and um, be ready for them kind of games as well, you know, and um, um, yeah, just be ready and awesome. hungry. Awesome. We're back at home. There'll be no problems whatsoever. And I I really appreciate you coming on. It's um, been great to hear, have an insight on and off the field, man. Um, good luck with everything you, you were doing on the field and everything off the field and we look forward to having a chat with you once again Glenn absolute pleasure mate top Perfect. man good luck for the rest of the thank season thank you thank you very much guys I appreciate it thank you mate thanks for joining us and thanks for joining Leeds United thank you mate thank you take care well ladies and gentlemen that was uh, star of Friday night's match and hopefully many more to come Glenn Kamara that was wicked mm. Certainly was confident man. Yeah, I respected him for saying that he came here, and he, I mean, he said he was underdone. He's waited his opportunity, and like you say, when you, when yeah. you get it, Mike, you've got to take him out. And like you said, his performance against Leicester, absolutely outstanding. We just saw his performances grown and grown and grown. If there's more to come, whoo, yeah, here exactly. we go. And what I love is having somebody that I know is a mentor and a leader. And he, he, one thing he said that stuck with me, he resonates there. Just speaking to a lad that is in the youth team or saying, you know, like, I give him a follow on Instagram or whatever, that goes a long way, mate, because there's, there's some pros um, don't do not do that. And they, they're, they're so arrogant, they won't give the youngsters a time of day, mate. So we've we've got another gem there. I feel like last season, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on, on anyone, but it felt like there was, there was maybe, it was quite quiet. No, not many wanted to step up, um, particularly when we had so many injuries to players like Cooper and, and whatever. Um, this year, it looks like we've got a load of leaders. We've got a load of people who want to stand up and be counted and want to, want to have a voice and, and lead this team. I mean, they all sound, they all sound so mature. I think there's a big, you've, they want to be here for the right reasons and they want to get leads, leads back. I think the frustrating thing last season was for your likes of your Luke Aylins, your Coopers, your Bamfords that had been here, Harrison, uh, Dallas, obviously with his injury, the lads that had been yeah. here and seen the you know the good times and got them got us back to where we want to be in the Premier League. 
I reckon there was still a lot of in-house things going on where there was some people not pulling their weight uh, and they didn't feel like right. they were here for the right reasons. And Cooper spoke out about right. it a couple of times, didn't he? So I think the harmony, you, you yeah, need to have a camp season, where everybody no. is, you know what? It's like any business, mate. You know what it's like? If, if you've got four people pushing the cart that way and you've got four people pushing the cart that way, how are you going to have success? Everybody's got to get on that cart and push it. Bunch of people sitting in it. Correct. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So, mate, I, I, what, I, what the vibe I'm getting from this season? Every time we speak to people or speak to the players and see the performances, we are under the guidance of a man that and his staff that have got the players' belief and the buy-in, and that is massive. Awesome, awesome. Well, I mean, I'm, I, every time I, I interview these guys now and chat to them, I'm. I'm getting more and more buoyed by it. I'm getting more and more confident by it. I feel like this is a team that knows where they want to be and 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 has the confidence to get there. Yeah, definitely. And like you say, we heard about the next game coming up, Plymouth. Um, what I will say, yep. this if we this is a very good footballing team, right? Now I say that with the utmost respect because he's got them playing and they play out from right. the back. All right, at home. They beat Norwich 6-2. They beat Blackburn 3-0. They score plenty of goals. What they do, though, away from home, they will try and play out at all costs. So I know exactly what Daniel Falk and the lads are going to be working on this week. We saw the press against Leicester City. Yeah. We will see the press yeah. again against Plymouth at home. Now, if they're going to be brave enough to play out at Elland Road and have a go, which I, I think he's going to, I can't see them changing it. We are in for a field day. And I'm going to say now it'll be three or four again. Wowzer. Yep, there you go. Yeah, I call it against Huddersfield. If we, if we, they're no mugs, they're no mugs, but they're going to get, they're going to get in, right. they're going to get intimidated by Ellen Road and they'll get intimidated by the, by the press. That is if they come with that style of play because the waveform has been shocking and it's a long way to travel. So there you go. I'm giving you a right. positive idea. Now bring us back to worth with your negativity. No, mate, I, I don't have any. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, how can I after, how can, I mean, apart from the fact that it would just be a very Leeds thing to do after that win at Leicester. I thought I'd sold it very well there. I've sold it well. No, you have, mate. You absolutely have. I think the only, you know, the key for us is we just got, we've got to, we've got to start on it yeah. like we did at Leicester. We've yeah. got to be on it from the yeah. first whistle, haven't we? Yeah. Um, because yeah. you know we saw like in the in the Southampton game, which I'm willing to say was a freak, um, is that if we if we just if we don't quite start with that intensity and a team does yeah. come at us, yeah, um, that that can happen. Well, the Sam Greenwood goal for Middlesbrough, the Sam Greenwood goal and the penalty that Middlesbrough got down there. Um, and their last match, both came from Middlesbrough and Carrick getting the boys to getting the boys of Middlesbrough to press really high. They changed they changed our dynamic right. second half, and that's where the goals came from. So um, yeah, the, we we would have learned a lot. The advantage that we have against a team like them is not only is that if we if we are on it from the start and we press them and put them under pressure, we can score on the front foot. Our speed yeah. on the break is so fast; we can score from the back foot as well. So we yeah. we, we 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 really Actually, plays into our hands, doesn't it? So me being the coach here and telling you as the as my assistant, right? This is your this is your time to shine. What teams do we struggle against? Where, where in what moment of the game do we struggle? I see us struggling when we've got when they've got kind of what they call the the low block, as it were. Thank you very much. You've ticked. You're my assistant manager. I'll be taking you everywhere well, I go next. <laughs> well done, <laughs> <young> man. <laughs> that was stressful. That. I felt the like moment, I was so, the spot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've put you under pressure there, didn't I? So, no, yeah, good nice. answer. So, like you say, we're, we're great at the press. The lads understand the press and dynamics. Yeah. Like you say, the counter-attack, we call that the transition in the coaching dictionary, yes. the transition of winning the ball back and breaking at speed. Sometimes teams that have a low block, like you say, it's, we, we try and engage them and let them come out of the field and attack us 
because we know that their best moment is the transition. Yeah, to spread and the that's when they're out of shape. Yeah. Teams yeah. that get back really, really hurt us, and that's where I, I think still think we need a lot of work to do that. And you need an early goal. So, um, yes. yeah, well done, mate. Yes. Sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> well, we've seen it, haven't we? We've seen it, haven't we? And it, and it is one of them that we're going to probably face more often than not this this season, particularly at home. Um, and we've just got yeah. to try and just uh, like you say, get that early goal is key. And um, yeah, just trying to find a way to unlock those defenses. But if 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 uh, Peru and Ruta are going to start uh, getting better and better, um, and we've got Ampadu and Kamara in the middle, I think that, that that's that's only and obviously some of the, God, I could just keep going. Some of it, there's so many players that I think are still are still not even as good as they can be. Um, and if they if they reach that, we'll start to unlock those defenses, won't we? Mike, you've just got a little bit of slaver and salvi <laughs> coming out your mouth there. You've got really excited. You're like a, like a dog Ooh. when he sees a bone. <laughs> Well, Good man. Was that positive enough for you? That was, mate. I, I, I didn't let you go into that negative state of no, mind there. there that, that old Leeds mentality. So three more points Good man. at home on Saturday. Love it. Look forward to the next one, pal. Stay safe. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.